0: Hey, what's up, ISM family? We are welcoming you to episode two of the ISM show. We are super excited to have you guys here on this episode. We are going to be interviewing the amazing Caitlin Hafner, talking to her about how she's kind of owning her youth ministry right now and publishing her faith. And later in the episode, we're also going to be doing an interview with Billy and Katie Willis, our newest Youth Alive missionaries. And it's going to be absolutely fantastic to have them on the show. We're super excited about it. And we are excited to have you with us uh, for this next installment of the ISM show. Let's roll it. Welcome everybody. We just wanted to start off this conversation by talking about something that I've been noticing on social media. It just gets me to laugh every single time. And that's when dads absolutely own their children. their tiny children at at sports, right? Like have you, (laughs) that's right, that's right. So like, have you guys ever seen like these these dads out there? They have, they're like six foot, seven foot dads, you know and uh, they've got this three foot, four foot child. That's driving to the rim, playing basketball, having a little fun in the yard. And the dad just rejects the soul. Have I seen it? (laughs) That was me.
1: (laughs) You lived that with Paul? Yeah. Paul wouldn't let you win. No. You grew up in that house. Yeah. It was absolute obliteration every single time. Okay. to the car. He beats me by like, however, I don't even know Did you cry? No. You didn't cry? So you didn't show any weakness? If I I ever cried, cried, it was the... You better stop crying. I'll give you something to cry about. So <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. So he beats you, then he threatens you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. I I
0: think, uh, I, I think that I'm that kind of dad too. Like I I absolutely am because you know just this just this last weekend, um, uh, my kids were out on the uh, back deck, and they were playing uh, they were playing bags. And uh, Chloe's like, Dad, you want to come and play? We've been playing a couple of rounds and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, absolutely! Uh, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little rusty. <laughs> let me just, let me just see. And so, and so I go out there, and Chloe scores the first two points. And and like any child of mine, any child that is raised in my house, she starts talking, uh, a little bit of trash, and uh, then I I I. I, I I, I do not let her score again. I beat her twenty one to two. She scores the first Heck two yeah. points. Heck yeah. And then yeah. I'm just like, All right, it's time it's time to go to school. Uh it's time to go to the I'm, Yeah. You're about to learn the day. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and so so like I just don't I don't let my kids win really at anything.
1: Okay, so like with that though, there's a lot of people who say like camp is rigged. So you saying like you're a dad <laughs> who like you're like yeah, I'm all about winning, like my kids yeah. never win. But oh, yeah, your kid seems to win camp every year. The last oh, every year? three years, it seems okay. like first so. of all,
0: my kid's fourteen, so he has, hey, hey. has been going to camp <laughs> for a very long time. Yeah, no, so so I guess it's a fair question, uh Josh. If if is camp rigged, uh no, I it's it's I would say that it's not, uh, because I don't let my kids win at at anything, really. And it's really funny that there is always this conspiracy theory out there. Uh, that that camp is rigged, and it always escalates when the child of like the district youth director is on the winning team. Have you ever yeah. felt that though? Like yeah,
1: like I didn't win a lot because like I, I know I asked the question, but like I don't think it's rigged at all either. Because like my dad, when he was doing it, he could literally care. He couldn't care less, right? Who won, right? And so like right. this is like all you, all the team like trying to win, and like yeah, we won a few times, but we got like we didn't win more than. I did win, if that makes
0: well, sense. Well, well, 100%. In, in, like, I think what you need to know is like, there's so much going on at camp. There's so many things that are happening behind the scenes. You're managing your staff. You're managing your counselor. You're making sure that the security is tight. You're making mm-hmm. sure that your students are tight. I, you're getting three hours of sleep. You know what I'm not doing when I wake up after three hours of <laughs> sleep? Yeah. How can
1: we hope the purple team wins? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Like,
0: I don't care. I want people to have an incredible, fun, safe experience at camp where they're getting closer to Jesus. But I will say that this, but like, if my child is is on a team, I I am the last guy on the planet that is padding that team to let them win, right? Yeah. If they lose, they lose. If they win, that's great. I'm glad my kids are happy, but I'm not like, fighting for it mm-hmm. let's just yeah. talk about something really quickly here and and i know i know where this is coming from it's just like the whole the last couple of years this purple team stigma mm-hmm. everybody's <laughs> like off of the purple, purple team dynasty. train right <laughs> there's like this purple team uh dynasty that's Which happening we were right both now
1: on for the first year yep. by the way we we're both on that team that okay won. that team <laughs> that saying. won just was saying. one
0: of the most dominant teams in <laughs> ever at camp and this is what makes me laugh so hard that year that you guys were on that that first purple team Mm -hmm. you guys came in first place the team that came in second place you guys doubled their points from first to second place that's what we do and people were still like "Rigged, (laughs) camp's rigged see it's rigged like no listen you guys scored so many points at camp that year that we would have to have a really concentrated effort to rig camp, like th- there's no rigging that kind of beatdown, right? Yeah. Like you guys won everything, guys and girls. You you came in first and second in the activities director's dream. I think the mega relay that year, you finished like six minutes ahead.
1: Oh, yeah. We were done oh, before yeah. anyone's even coming up to like the last few obstacles. Yeah, like, yeah. It, wasn't it even, was. It was even a competition. That was beat
0: that down. was crazy. And so after that year, like I even remember having conversations with Billy Willis. Like, okay, we just we really have to make sure. You know that that there isn't anything there, and if you guys know Billy and Katie, mm-hmm. they don't take anything more seriously than how they like oh, yeah. <laughs> keep score of camp. Like yeah. nothing is more sacred to them at camp, uh, other than the Holy Spirit and Jesus, <laughs> yeah. than keeping the scores yep. fair. Like it's so, it's so fair. It's like there's such a like a, an, an incredible process mm-hmm. uh, that that our activities directors have uh, have put into place. And so that just makes me mad. But, like, there's been dynasties at camp uh, through the yeah. years. Like, like, Billy's had his own
1: dynasty. Billy has,
0: Billy has <laughs> had his own dynasty. So, like, <laughs> before Billy's dynasty, there was the black team with James. Remember that? Yeah. They were like the most intimidating team. Everybody wanted to be on the black team. It seemed like they won every single year. And then Billy with his red team, Billy and Stephen Magoo, yeah. with their red team, they won for like two or three years in a row. And then we had this season where there was a super dominant green team, right? Yeah. And the green mm-hmm. team was so good. And the green team is still really good. The green team can still yep. show up at camp <laughs> and win, right, the, and win the whole thing. They're like the New England Patriots of <laughs> camp. Like they're never really out of the equation. And then you had this purple team. And this purple team, what set the purple team apart wasn't how good they were, but how obnoxious they were about (laughs) it. 100%. (laughs) 100%. Everything was a cheer. (laughs) Everything everything was a cheer, (laughs) cheer, but all the kids on the purple team were having such a great time. I really feel like the next dynasty at camp, though, is is the orange team. The orange team really impressed me Mm -hmm. this last year at camp, but they were just a little bit lacking in the counselor showdown. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Gary. We love you though, yeah. right? We still love you, man. Did I just pull a scab there? No, I think the orange team is really going to come oh, on definitely. strong. I think they're probably going to be the next camp dynasty. But no, camp, camp isn't like camp yeah. isn't rigged. But I always yeah. love it because every year after one of these teams wins, there's there's always that group of students, and it's always the kids on the second and third place team, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, why didn't we win? Oh, it's because it's rigged. It's like, uh, it, oh, it, it couldn't possibly be your fault. It's not because right? us. Oh, it, so. it couldn't possibly be that your team just didn't do as good as the team that beat yeah. you, right? The only reason that you could have possibly lost is because everybody at camp is against your in particular team. Yeah. It's just funny. It's just funny. So, like, is camp fair? Absolutely not. Absolutely oh, no. not. Is camp rigged? No, it isn't. It isn't. Camp isn't fair, and camp being rigged are two totally different things. Yeah. Like, camp isn't fair, no, but we're not, like, trying to intentionally make it unfair so that your team, like, loses, right? Yeah. I think the team, the reason your team is losing, it's for two reasons. One, you're not scoring as many points as the other team. Well, that's mm-hmm. obvious. Or two, you're the yellow team. Uh, so... <laughs> 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 Yeah, Nine. so <laughs> anyways, Woo. oh man, and that's all All respect to Buddy Barrel, who represents the yellow team so, so yep, well, we love you, buddy, uh, that's not a diss to you, you can't do good in all things, you're great at missions, you're just not that great at camp, right? Yeah. So, hey, anyways, uh, what we wanted to do <laughs> is we wanted to take uh, a minute to transition into our next segment here. Uh, students all over Illinois have been going online and publishing their faith, and I just think it's been so incredible. Have you guys been seeing any of this stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the time. Like, okay, so, like, give me an example. Who have you guys seen that's just been kind of, like, blowing you away right now? Who's Who's been publishing their faith and just really been, like, knocking it out of the park? That's kind of a no-look pass, but have you guys – who have you been noticing?
2: Um – at the beginning, I noticed Tyler Morris. He yeah. Was, he kept up with doing a live stream, and he was the guy that, you know, in uh, inspired me to keep going and doing my own live stream. Awesome. And I've definitely seen Caitlin Hafner. Yeah. Doing quite a bit of stuff as well.
0: Caitlin, Caitlin's been just knocking it out of the park, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Like, every single week, she's just been giving these incredible testimonies, and she's just been giving these uh, just just incredible, uh, like, she's just been delivering these incredible moments of inspiration. And and so I thought, man, you know what would be really cool is if we could get Caitlin Hafner on the ISM show and just talk to her about why she's doing what she's doing. And students, here's the deal. We really believe that it's important for you to hear from your peers, right? It's, it's easy for a leader to, like, come to you and say, you guys need to be publishing your faith and here's why and like you take that with maybe a grain of salt sometimes because it's your leader telling you to do the things that they're supposed to be telling you to do, right? But when you have another student, when you have somebody that's in your age that can relate to you guys, that understands the pressure, that understands the struggles, that that even has to overcome some of the same fears that you have to overcome when it when it when it comes to like publishing your faith and putting putting your faith out there for for the whole world to see. Like I, I think it's so powerful for you guys to hear from students your age, and so that's why we did this interview. So without further ado, let's just skip to the interview with the. Amazing Caitlin Hafner and what she's doing to publish her faith. Hey, everybody, uh, welcome to our next portion of the ISM show. Uh, with me today, I have the amazing Caitlin Hafner, and uh, she's one of our incredible uh, Illinois student ministry students. And uh, I know that she's doing some pretty amazing things uh, for the kingdom of God, and so we're just going to be talking uh, a little bit to her about what she's doing uh, during quarantine and what she's also doing to publish her faith right now. So, Caitlin, really quickly, uh, one of the first questions that I would have for you is this, is how are you staying sane during quarantine?
3: Oh, wow, that's hard. I would say there's a lot of YouTube and eating involved in that, Um, plus scrolling through TikTok and making TikToks. So that's a large part of it. But other than that, I'm kind of going insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think all of us are like I am totally eating all of the snacks in our house right now. And uh, like everybody jokes about the freshman 15 and we are all getting the COVID-19 right now. And uh, I'm getting a little extra fluffy, for sure. So so this is probably you know, I know you're a PK. And I know you have siblings in the house. So we all want to know really quickly, who's the most annoying person uh, in the house during quarantine right now?
3: Oh, my gosh. Um, they're all annoying for different reasons.
0: <laughs> are you annoying, too? Yeah,
3: you're not. I'm annoying.
0: You're, you're a perfect angel, or are you annoying everybody? <laughs> oh,
3: I'm so annoying.
0: All right, all Pastor James. Okay, yeah. so we'll, we'll, we'll verify with mom and dad if that's true uh, or not, but... Hey, here, here's, here's the thing. Like, uh, you have been going to ISM events for, for quite a while now. I'm pretty sure that a lot of students in Illinois Student Ministries, as they're even watching this, probably recognize you. Maybe they don't know a whole lot about you. Can you just tell us uh, a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? Uh, how old are you? Where are you going to school? Like, just give us, like, the normal details.
3: Okay. So, I moved to Illinois about five years ago. Um, and my dad got a job at a church uh, in Bloomington, Illinois, and uh, it's, a, it's a really small church, but we've been growing, in, like, just pursuing God and the plan that he has for our lives. And uh, from moving to Illinois, I've made lots of friends, um, both from school and from just events that ISM hosts. Uh, I, I go to Bloomington High School, and that was really cool because last year for Momentum, I got to invite some of my friends from school to come with me um, to momentum and they got saved. And that was just such an awesome experience to yeah. be able to like, share that with them. And for God's glory, you know, it's super awesome.
0: Yeah, that is super awesome. So you were just mentioning momentum. Is that your favorite ISM event or are you more camp or where do you, where do you, where do you land?
3: Um, I would say I probably like camp a little bit more just because well, okay. I like working kitchen patrol at camp, which is weird. Um, Cause I don't know. There's something about being able to both serve and share that experience where you're being around your friends um, and having that camp experience with the service. It's just, it's super fun. And I've gotten the most out of working at kitchen patrol than uh, than anything else. Like, I, I don't know why it's just, it's super amazing.
0: Yeah. That's really fun. And uh, you want to know what's really cool about KP is that you guys really do form your kind of own little community in there and you, you really develop some pretty cool lifelong friendships. So that's, that's really fun. So camp, you heard it from Caitlin is her very favorite event. I think it's mine too, just because it lasts the longest and I get to be with all of our amazing leaders and staff for just, you know, uh, a couple of weeks back to back. And that's always a really good time for me. Um, so really quickly. Uh, one of the things that I noticed you said is that you had a couple of friends that came with you to Momentum, and they were able to give their lives to Jesus Christ. Like, what did it look like before Momentum? How did you invite your friends? Because I, this is this is really important to me, because we have a lot of students out there um, that are just spectators in their youth ministries. Uh, but what I've noticed about you is that you are a participant. You are incredibly involved Youth ministry isn't something that you go to. Youth ministry is something that you are. You're a, you're a youth pastor already where you're at. Like you are ministering to your friends. I see you online. You're spreading the gospel all of the time. You're not waiting for somebody to give you permission to tell people about Jesus. You're like, I'm going to do this right here and I'm going to do this right now. So. Like, can you tell us a little bit about what motivates that and like, then then carry us through like, how did you invite your friends to Momentum and how are they doing
3: today? Okay, so I used to really struggle with fear in my life. And there's a few things that got me through that. Um, One of the things was, it was three or four years ago at Momentum, um, I was in a really rough place in my own life and I was just kind of completely turned from God. And he caught my attention there and um, he made me realize that all around me, there are friends that I have and they're just sitting there and I'm sitting here doing nothing. I wasn't doing anything to share the gospel. And every second, like in a snap of the fingers, that's somebody dying and going to hell. And if I'm sitting here seeing all my friends around me that I love and care about so much and I'm not doing anything, then what, what type of friend am I? And so that's kind of what pushed me over the edge, but still I was struggling with fear. One day I was reading my Bible and First John 4, 18 came up and it says, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear. And I really took that verse to heart. It's one of my favorite verses and that's what's been motivating me. And yeah, I still struggle with fear all the time, but I just remember that. And I remember how much love motivates and how important that is. And so when I was inviting people to Momentum, like some of the times it was easy with the people I talked to more, but the people that actually came kind of surprised me because I didn't know them well at all. Um, my dad is also one of the coaches at the football team at Bloomington High School. And um, he he wants to be able to minister, but you know, there's guidelines and rules because he's an employee of the school. Yep. And so I didn't really know the two players, two of his football players that ended up coming, um, but I invited them anyway. And I was so surprised when they decided to come because they were like, they weren't Christians at all. Um, opposite of what you would expect. There's these really tough dudes who uh, don't want to show any emotions or just stand alone. And I would do everything myself type of guys. And um, they came to Momentum together because they don't want to come by themselves. And so when they came, it was so awesome because God met them and they turned their lives around. And by the end of the week, um, they were both smiling and they never did that before. And, it was awesome when we were leaving we went to mcdonald's and we were sitting in the car and uh one of them rolled down his window and uh, yelled at a guy walking past he said hey sir do you know that jesus loves you man and the guy just looked at him <laughs> it was so awesome that's great
0: yeah mm-hmm. that's great uh, man and that's such an incredible story and i think students get so nervous sometimes about sharing their faith or inviting people to church And I think it's because we're so busy counting the cost, you know, and and one of the things that I've I've told our students in Illinois is, you know, maybe we need to stop thinking about what it's going to cost us if we tell people about Jesus, and we need to start thinking about what it's going to cost them if we don't. And I, I love the fact that you're not thinking about what it's going to cost you. You're thinking about what it's going to cost them. And because of that, you're able to overcome your fear. You know, the fear of, of, of losing your friends to an eternity in hell is, is overpowering maybe the fear of being awkward or the fear of not being liked or the fear of sharing your faith. And I just, I respect that so much about you. You're doing just a phenomenal job. And I know Christina and I are so proud of you. We've been watching you from a distance and we're like, man, that girl has, Got it, and uh, we're just so so excited for everything that you're doing uh, to not only serve your local church and serve your high school, but also just kind of be a, a bright shining light in Illinois Student Ministries. Um, so one of the things that we've been seeing you do a lot uh, during quarantine uh, is is publishing your faith online. Like uh-huh. you've just been you've just been telling so many people about Jesus. And, uh, you know, why are you doing that right now? Because it's like all these kids have been shut down. Like all these youth ministries across the state have been, have been shut down. So w- what's motivating you to kind of be the youth ministry online right now?
3: So our generation is really media focused. And that is one thing that hits that it's always been. And before quarantine, we've always used an excuse of having busy lives to not share our faith. But now that we're locked away, we actually have more of an opportunity to do it because everybody's at home on their phones 24-7. And so since we have this time, that means more people are going to have access to hearing the word of God. I was looking at this chart the other day, and it was showing that since quarantine has started, there has been more people giving their lives to Christ um, just because of seeing sermons or people sharing their faith online. And that was like super inspiring to me. I'm like, I'm sitting here watching Netflix all day. I might as well do something creative. I might as well do something that is going to um, teach people the gospel and give them a glimpse of the hope that I have.
0: That's amazing. And I love that take because like, seriously, and in, in this is one thing that I want to say to you students. You know, it's really common for people that are my age that are really close to 40 years old to, to like be like, man, if I had a time machine, I would go back. In, in, in time. And I would invest in Microsoft, I would invest in Apple, I would invest in Amazon, because I would be so wealthy right now. And essentially, that sentiment is coming from, I wish I knew then what I knew now. And I think in a year from now, or two years from now, you're going to see a major revival taking place in the church because of this season that we're in right now, and it was, and it's basically just, just like what you're saying. There's so many people that are online. I hope a year from now or two years from now, you're not looking at everything that Jesus is doing in His church. And I, I hope you have the ability to say, "I was in on that." Uh, I, that that's a result of me laying down my fear and publishing my faith and making sure that my voice was heard. Like I, I, I hope you don't have to say in a year or two from now, man. I wish I could get a time machine. And go back to quarantine, like who's going to say that, right? And, 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 publish, and publish my case, uh, Caitlin, we're so proud of you. We think you're doing just an incredible job. Uh, real quick, just to end this interview, what is your go-to quarantine snack?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Ice cream. Ice, ice cream. cream. Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the ice cream. Are mom and dad keeping enough ice cream in the house?
3: Um, They've been getting it pretty often. I was kind of surprised.
0: Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> Listen, I could use some ice cream in my life too. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, what an amazing interview. You did such a great job. And uh, we hope that uh, you just keep doing what you're doing. Um, thank you so much, Caitlin. Uh, we really love you. We really appreciate you. Guys, so I just have one thing to say after that interview, and it's just this: guys, I think <laughs> let's go, yeah. Caitlin Hatcher, yeah, just absolutely Woo! knocking it out of the park uh, for publishing your faith. That's absolutely incredible. I mean, don't you guys think so? That's like yeah. that's that's it. Like that's what we want for. Uh, I think that sets a high. I think that sets a high, and uh, but also an attainable standard. Like our students can do that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I really love what she said about overcoming her fear, too. I think that's something all of us can relate to when it comes to publishing your faith.
2: Yeah, definitely. Did you see that she actually posted on Facebook the other day uh, about someone commenting on one of her posts calling her a Jesus freak? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, she but, just said, right. she said, thanks. Yeah. You know, it's good. great. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I take that as a compliment. And yeah, that's guy, no problem at all. And the guy replied back saying, no, I wasn't meaning that as a compliment. I was meaning that as an insult. You shouldn't take that as a compliment. And she's like, oh, I took it as a compliment. As oh, well, a compliment already right. did.
0: How dare you not take that <laughs> as an insult? How, how dare you, sir? You are like, mad at me. What the heck is wrong with you? And I mean, like, for there's so many students, though, right? Like, when they're trying to reach their schools, I think they have to, like, they really do have to overcome mm-hmm. that fear because mm-hmm. there's people out there that are just like that, that are just going to be like, hey, Jesus freak. Like It's just like, Wow. Savage burn, man, like that's like, so, oh, and, but like we, we, we need to love them anyway. And yeah. I just, she like responded to that in love. She's like, thanks. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. And I just think that's absolutely incredible. And, and so like the next interview that we have is is going to kind of focus on, on that just a little bit, because uh, at Illinois student ministries, we want to equip you guys to be able to reach your schools, with the love of Jesus Christ. We want to put resources and tools in your pocket so you feel more comfortable, so you have the ability to overcome your fear. And that's why I'm really excited about this next interview. Uh, and if you guys missed the announcement um, with Illinois Student Ministries, we we just announced that Billy and Katie Willis are moving into a full-time uh, Youth Alive position in Illinois Student Ministries. And we're going to let the interview do most of the talking about what that means specifically for you. But trust me, it is going to be uh, a, a huge resource for each and every single one of you, especially when it comes to reaching your schools. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah, me too. So roll it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, I am here with Billy and Katie Willis. They are our guests on the ISM show, and it is so good to see you guys. We love you so much. And, um, you know, right off the bat, uh, our students probably recognize you guys uh, the most uh, from, from camp because you guys usually play the part of activities directors, and you absolutely crush it. At camp and I think the question everybody really wants to know is how much exactly did the purple team pay you guys uh in order to win camp uh these last couple of years is it a lot of money or is it just a shoulder rub by Jake Wiesman
4: man I just gotta tell you money talks and shoulders talk shoulder rubs talk I'm a big <laughs> physical touch guy and uh you know Jake's a good looking guy so that that doesn't, that doesn't hurt
0: this just this just got incredibly awkward, family, but that's okay. So, team captains, you heard it here first. Bring your money and uh, bring some strong hands, and you too could win camp. Unless you're the yellow team, then there's probably still no chance for you. Uh, but uh, here's here's the here's the deal. Like you guys, you take that super seriously, don't you? Like the point system at camp, like. Uh, I mean, I, I know that I have no say in it, and nobody else at camp really has a say in it. You guys just keep that thing on lockdown, especially this last year, right? It was one of the closest camps I think we've ever had.
4: Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, we try to keep things fair, and uh, we uh, we believe in integrity, so we want yeah. <laughs> we want it to have integrity. Absolutely. The purple team. The purple team just dominated. They've oh, just Jones. done so well.
0: Don't, don't feed the ego. Don't see now Jake and Ethan are going to be watching this and they're just going to be like, yeah, we, we dominated, you know, so orange. Nobody, TVs, nobody rubs the shoulders us out like of our
4: What? <laughs> I said, nobody yeah. sh- rubs shoulders like Jake Wiesman. He's yeah, the best. Well, uh,
0: it's his, it's his, uh, it's his, it's his, it's his, it's his army career. I mean, just, you know. Uh, strong hands anyways uh guys, <laughs> Billy and katie willis have i don 't know if you've heard this yet, but they have actually just launched out on this brand new adventure. Billy and katie willis are are the newest members uh, of the youth alive family. They have decided that they are going to commit themselves to becoming full time youth alive missionaries for the state of illinois, and i can't tell you just how excited that makes me. Can you guys talk a little bit about that? What is Youth Alive and why are you guys so passionate about it?
4: Uh, Well, Youth Alive is the initiative launched by the Assemblies of God several years ago to uh, reach arguably the greatest mission field on the face of the planet, which is the public schools. Um, Youth Alive presents an incredible opportunity for us to partner with churches, uh, to help churches build a bridge with their local schools, uh, but most importantly, to mobilize the church that is in the schools to be the church within the schools uh, and to reach uh, their campus for Christ. And so I think that the church is so good about selling students on the idea that God has a mission and purpose for their life. But I think that we've really dropped the ball in giving them an outlet to ex- uh, to exercise that purpose that god has for their lives and so we really want to connect students with the great commission to reach uh their campus reach their classmates we're pumped
0: yeah i i think we're all pumped right now because one our youth pastors know you they know both of you they have relationship with you guys they trust you guys and they know exactly the heart and the commitment that you bring to the table and not only that but but students throughout illinois know you guys they know your faces. They know how much you love them and how committed you are to them as well. And, and, as, and as a youth pastor, I know that one of the, the biggest roadblocks that I always tried to knock down in my youth ministry is is, is, is getting my students to stop giving me all of the responsibility to reach the community. I wanted my students to share in that responsibility. I wanted my students to own their youth ministry, because it's really weird, right, for the youth pastor to, like, drive up to the school in the minivan and start telling people about Jesus. Yeah. Like, we're getting kicked out of the school. We're not, we're being asked to leave. That's super creepy. But these students, they can walk into the school, and they can be the campus missionary. Like, we talk so much about speed the light and that is a powerful thing but our students need to recognize that they have to be a light as well and they have to tell their friends that are right there in that greatest mission field the the public school about Jesus and I'm just so excited that you guys are committed to empowering those students to empowering to empowering the church that exists in the local school. Like so Katie, what are your like biggest prayer requests? moving forward in this next season.
3: Well, I'm still working full-time right now, so um just for the funds to come in sooner than later so we can really hit the ground running. Um that's the most um I guess that's the basic part of starting this whole thing. Yeah. So that foundation has to be laid, but honestly, it's just so exciting to um be a part of this. I work well with my husband and so it's just, (laughs) uh, yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, go
4: ahead. I was just going to say that, um, as we pursue this thing, um, Katie's credentialed minister. So she, her and I are going to be doing this together as co-missionaries in this role. And so, um, I'm pumped to have her by my side. We're going to be doing this thing together as a team, so. She, she will be very involved
3: I've always but, wanted to work full-time ministry and so it's like a dream come true it's god's calling that's uh, realized now so.
4: that
0: that's so cool i I love that um man and, and and just to know that Billy and Katie I mean you guys are like a dynamic duo of, of like youth ministry I've always uh, looked up to you guys. I think you do just an absolutely incredible job. And I know that all of your students in the Quad Cities are, are would probably get on the comment thread right now and be like, oh my gosh, they are the most amazing people on the planet. Um, here's, here's what you need to know, students and pastors. Um, and, and I'm just going to go ahead and rip off the Band-Aid, because I know how awkward it can be sometimes for a missionary to be like, we need you to partner with us, right? Uh, So Billy and Katie are are becoming full-time missionaries, youth alive missionaries to the state of Illinois, which means like they're not getting a paycheck. They 100% are going to depend on the support of churches and students and people like you. So if you feel like you would like to support them individually, if you want to give them a one-time gift, or if you want to say, you know what, I'm going to commit to them monthly, the faster we get their budget raised, the faster they will be able to commit themselves full-time to you guys into your schools and to being with you and partnering with you to reach your campuses. Students, I don't know about you, but I don't think we have a lot of time to wait. Like we, we have to have a sense of urgency for the, for the young men and young women that we are walking in the halls of our schools with every single day. And I know maybe you're not thinking about them as much right now because you're not in school, you're under, uh, you're under quarantine. But when you go back to school in the fall, you are going to be surrounded with people who are lost and who are hurting and who need to find the hope. That can only be found in Jesus Christ. And the faster we can get Billy and Katie committed to you, the faster we can raise that money. We we are literally unleashing a, a ministry team that is going to be committed to bringing as many of your friends to heaven with you as possible. So can you get behind them? Can you commit to them? Churches, pastors, can you please book them for a Sunday morning and get your people to generously give? They have made a step of faith. In one of the most economically uncertain seasons ever. And I just appreciate that so much about them. Let's honor that faith by getting them rolling. Guys, we love you so much. Is there anything else that you would like to say before we sign off uh, from this interview today?
4: Hey, we're just excited to serve the state of Illinois, the churches, youth ministries, and students across the state. And uh, we're passionate about helping people Fulfilled a great commission. Uh, We were all made on purpose and for purpose. And ultimately, uh, that's to know God and to make him known to the world, a hurting and broken world that's around us. And so uh, we are pumped. We're excited. We're honored. Thank you.
0: Hey, who's going to be the first youth ministry and who's going to be the first church on a Sunday morning to have Billy and Katie Willis in? Uh, first one gets massive, massive prizes uh, from the yeah. ISM office. I will shower you with good camp Have point. them in. <laughs> Big camp I, points. Yeah, literally. Hey, l- yeah. First youth group to have Billy and Katie in, I will give you camp points. It, you will be drowning in camp points.
3: What are we doing?
0: I don't know. You know what we're doing? We're bribing. <laughs> For the cause of Christ? Is uh, I don't
3: think that's biblical,
0: but yeah. <laughs> I, oh, Lord, <laughs> will you allow us in this moment? Uh, so, guys, we love you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of the ISM show. And I cannot wait to work with you guys and to see what God is going to be doing through your ministry, uh, especially for the students of Illinois and Youth Alive students, you finally have a missionary dedicated to helping you reach your schools. How amazing is that? All right. We love you guys. Thanks for being on the ISM show. That was a great interview with Billy and Katie Willis. Billy, Katie, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to come in and do that interview. I'm really excited about what God has for Illinois through Youth Alive. What about you
1: guys? That was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm excited too. And I personally think Billy has the best beard in the state. Top three. Top three? Top three for sure. Mm -hmm. Better than Jake Wiesman, of course. Yeah, well,
2: Jake Jake shaved his beard uh, (laughs) recently, didn't he? Yeah,
0: You did. Yeah, so that's why he's no longer going to be uh, a camp champion anymore. It's kind of like Never. the Samson effect. His anointing is gone. <laughs>
2: Completely <laughs> gone. So, Jake, you better pray up yeah well you
0: better just grow your beard back man uh you know i mean i think that's that's definitely key uh but hey uh at the end of every single one of our ism shows we like to just play a game just for fun just to kind of end things on on kind of a fun and silly note and uh this week we are going to be playing some egg roulette and uh man what we're going to do right now is we're going to cue the music buddy bring in the eggs everybody let's give it up for buddy barrel Yeah. Yeah, come on Ooh, Love us some Buddy, buddy Barrel vests <laughs> That there is. Ooh. Oh man, Wow. that's awesome. And Buddy, it looks like you have brought the eggs with you. So we want to explain the premise of this game. Essentially how this works is uh, you have to pick an egg and then you have to, whatever egg you pick, you have to smash it on your head. Some of the eggs are hard boiled. Some of them are not cooked. So that's the point of the game. The first of us to find two uncooked eggs is the loser. Is the loser for sure? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so we've got 12 eggs. Four of them. Four of them are uncooked. <laughs> okay. All right. That's good. You're up first. You're going right now. We're going right now. You, uh, now here's the thing. The second you touch an egg, you have to take that Yeah, egg. Okay. You can't say, oh, oh, no, not that one. Hold on, hold on. Guys, I got us um, I got us some stuff to wear over our clothes. Okay. Yeah. So, here, I've got a poncho for me. Got a poncho for you, Josh. And <laughs> yeah. Cole, we got a Walmart bag. <laughs> so, here you go. Having trouble there? Can't throw it? Oh, no, it's so light and dainty. <laughs> how how am I going to wear this? <laughs> Put a
2: Just hole tell in. me, tell me, how am I going to wear this? Put, Put it over your head.
0: <laughs> okay look at us <laughs> hey we're in yeah, yeah. yeah. And with movie magic we were able to do it in five seconds like that all right wow that's amazing everybody all right, first all right so egg. first egg you have got to take the first egg that you touch here we go are you
1: nervous right now? A
2: little bit, because I have a bad feeling <laughs> every single one of those
1: eggs. Hey, technically though, you have the best chance at getting a hard boiled egg. No, we're all doing
0: this. So if I know all are, of the eggs like, were, were uncooked, we would be paying for it point. too. We're all doing this, Cole. This okay. isn't, right. why, 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 okay, first of all, why are you acting like we're trying to, like, get you?
2: You know what, I honestly don't know, last week, it, it was fair. It was. The, the, the game was 100% fair, unbiased. Thank you. I don't you. know why I'm complaining. I don't either. No, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. go, right go, let's go. Right, here we go. Here we go. Pick
0: the egg. I'm, <coughs> I'm, I'm literally right, in suspense me, for you. Me. Are you praying? God, <laughs> <laughs> <Guide laughs> you. My, my hands are sweating for <laughs> yeah. you right now.
1: <laughs> uh, <this one? laughs> okay, that's one you talk. How does it feel? Just go for it. Just go for it. You got it. Oh yeah, yeah, guys, just, go, go. just go, just,
0: funny
1: go. Funny. just go, just
0: go. Oh, oh no! <laughs> that's right. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, just put it right there. Uh, <laughs> go. All,
1: right. All right. That was right. fun. That smell
2: was really bad.
1: All right, here we go.
2: Come on, Josh. Oh wait wait no not too hard not too hard not too hard what? Oh <laughs> no
0: are you kidding me Oh Alright ah! that means it's my turn that
1: means it smells it's my turn so bad it smells so bad
2: <laughs> It does smell very eggy <laughs>
1: You gotta go for it You, you gotta, gotta go. go come on Chris <laughs>
0: Do not feel God. Oh, God. Oh, oh no! A few moments later. How does that one feel? <laughs> oh! Oh, no. That's it.
2: You're Bye. done. Bye, <laughs> You're <laughs> done. Bye, Josh. <laughs> You're done, and he knows it. Hold on. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> on. Let me stand up. Hang on. I gotta stand up. <laughs> <laughs> What what is- oh, no way.
0: And if you guys get another egg, you lose. But I have two to go. But there's four eggs. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Ah, yes. <laughs> no. No, he was safe. He was safe. He was- I've already won the game. Why would I ever do something like that? Oh, no. Oh, no. He Oh, no. Oh, these guys, they're fighting. And uh, we're going to have to go ahead and call that a wrap. (laughs) Hey, everybody. That egg roulette was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun on the ISM show week two. We got to talk with Caitlin Hafner about publishing her faith. and We got to talk with Billy and Katie Willis about Youth Alive. Really... The one thing that I wanted you guys to remember is that camp is absolutely not under any circumstances rigged. Thanks so much, Jake, really appreciate that. You know, we put a lot of time and effort into making sure that camp is as fair as possible to every single student from Illinois Student Ministries that comes on board. And I want you guys to know from the very bottom of my heart that integrity and character in how we establish a camp champion every single year the most important thing that we can do. I want you guys to know that we take it seriously. We take your trust seriously. So I want you to look at me right in the eyes. Camp absolutely isn't rigged. Hey, thanks again, Jake. Did Billy get his too? All right. Anyways, guys, we'll see you next week. And as always, we love you.